In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. Betches Media presents Diet Starts Tomorrow at I stand behind my decision to avoid salad and other disgusting things. With hosts Remy Casimir. I'll have what she's having. And Emily Lubin. Remember, choose like you have a secret. We're here to amuse your boosh. Hello and welcome to Diet Starts Tomorrow. I'm Remy. I'm Emily and welcome to our first full-length feature episode. We, um... We're discussing what to talk about for today, and we just thought, why not start it off with a bang? Why not start it (laughs) off with a hot topic? (laughs) We're starting it off with fitness today. Fitness. Remy, let's just get into it. How how fit are you? I'm sorry, where are you on your fitness (laughs) journey? Um, I'm currently only concerned with fitness sandwich into my mouth, but no, uh, I'm, I'm at a slow end of my fitness journey. I started off quite fit in life. What did you do for, I know the answer, but I'm being yeah. like, I'm playing yeah. the interviewer right now. Yeah, we have to do that. Um, <laughs> what did you do when you were younger? I was a ballet dancer from like two to 14, I want to say. And like a very oh, serious one. Yeah. That's a long it's time. It's a really long time. And a lot of people would be like, that's not fitness. Yes, it is. Dancing is sports. Um, Ballerinas have muscles that yeah. I'm pretty sure I wasn't even born with. Yeah, Like it, it is an insanely good workout mm-hmm. and um yeah the strength is just amazing like anybody who says they're not athletes like what are you talking don't about trust that person yeah. it doesn't have to be a competitive thing in yeah. order like as long as it's giving you endorphins and like making you sweat and like listen if pilates is exercise then ballet is exercise you have this thing with pilates i hate pilates <laughs> <laughs> i, hate I like pilates okay let me take a step back. Okay, okay. And, and also, like, this is another thing that I realized after the last episode that maybe I should, you know, because people don't necessarily know me. Mm. I have a lot of hot takes. Okay. But I love to be proven wrong. Sure. I do. So, And if, I love fighting. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, if you want to slide in my DMs and tell me why you think Taylor Swift's music videos are works of art. Yes. Or why Pilates is an effective workout, please go ahead. Yeah. I love to be proven wrong. But- it does take a lot for me to get there. So just like sure. cite your sources. Here's my thing with Pilates. If we're not talking reformer, because reformers are really inaccessible, right? Mm-hmm. You'd have to get like either private classes or specifically reformer classes. They're always more expensive and they're only in like very like niche metropolitan areas, now, I feel. Am I right that reformer is with the machines? It's the machine. Mm-hmm. I will say I like a reformer because you lie down the whole time. It's, yeah. it's a it's a resting man's workout. And I am a bed person. If you know, like I, I live in my bed, I, I would love to do a workout. From- what if we got a machine installed into your bed? Like it could pull out of your bed frame like a trundle. Hmm. And then you could just go from the bed onto the machine back into your bed. You don't have to walk all day. I could roll, roll off. Yeah. I bet that's what Charlie and the Chocolate Factory's grandparents did. 
That's how they were so sprightly. <laughs> That's how they stayed yeah. alive yeah. so long. Yeah. And also how uh, Grandpa Joe just leapt out, just of, leapt bed, out of bed out of nowhere. Because he's been doing Joseph Pilates methods. <laughs> um, and he's got a really strong core. So but I, yeah, have to I like admit, it for lying down. Yeah, I mean, that's actually true. My mom has said that to me before, actually. I've never used the machines. I've only done Pilates mat. But exactly, but a mat, the, the you mat, lay down. <laughs> you, you lay down, but okay, what I don't like about it, and we're kind of like jumping ahead a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but it's my fault. I brought it up. What I don't like about it is... Um, these are very small movements that you're making with, you know, I, I do think it, it is an effective workout for your core, um, for stability, for well, flexibility. Let's, let's, let's move back into even this. What's an effective workout? What's, well, what is the point of a workout to most people? Well, it depends on what you're focusing on. Right. So if you just want to do something to get your blood pumping and your body moving and get something that you enjoy, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. Then, then I would say pick whatever pleases you. (laughs) But if you're looking to actually get stronger, I wouldn't Mm -hmm. recommend Pilates. That's all I'm saying. I maybe for like the weak, like me who like cutting a carrot is tough. Maybe we need to start with the small movements. Is cutting a carrot tough? Cutting a carrot's tough. Really? I go, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, I don't know if Pilates is going to help you with that. I think it might. I I don't know. We start with these tiny, tiny weights. (laughs) Little, little thing. Oh my God. Actually, wait, if you hate workouts like this, you're going to hate this one even more. Have you heard of um, Model Fit? No. Okay. I think it only exists in New York and I've only been to it once. And I went when I was living with somebody who was like much younger with, than me. We met under the pretense that we both had our own businesses. She was still in college. Color me surprised. Anyway, she was very chic and she brought me to this Model Fit class in Nolita. No weights tiny, tiny movements. And it's basically like, like put your two fingers together. Like you're about to like finger bang someone. And okay, like, I'm doing it. Like move them in and in <laughs> and in. So and you're you just it, rotating. Yeah, exactly. And you do it for like a while and it starts to hurt. And you're like, this is a joke and this is crazy. And these movements are so microscopic, but like. We used to do these at camp. We called them Madonna arms. Why? Uh, because Madonna oh. had the sickest guns ever at the time. This oh is God. like, you know, every little thing mm-hmm. that you say or do is like that era where she comes out and she's like, it, bitch is like 65 years old. I was old, thinking but she Jesus' has been- mother. I was not. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I was like, was she known for being really strong? It's like, yeah, she carried the Yo, son of God. I want to get ripped like the Virgin Mary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. No, but but yeah, like tiny little like I'm not saying that stuff is is bad, but it's not the most efficient. And but your question is exactly for what? Like for building strength, which I think is what more women need to be doing. But it's not what we've been. So going back to the ballet thing, I was never I mean, I was doing it because I loved how it looked. I thought it was amazing. But I also in that mindset, I would, anytime I would be working out or like cross training or whatever, it was like to get thinner. Mm-hmm. Um, even like in something where strength is so required, it was like, you know, to make my body look different. And I think that is my issue with a lot of fitness and why I've gone so far away from it for such a long time is like, I don't want to be going somewhere and trying to like mold my body to look differently or whatever. That's very interesting. You know, 
I never really did ballet except when I was really little. And I feel like all girls do Mm -hmm. when they're really little. But I've heard things about just how toxic it can be mm-hmm. comparing yourself to the other dancers or even the instructors Will picking tell you favorites. To lose weight. Oh, yeah, that too. Well, picking favorites, but I think a lot of the time it does have to do with their body type. Am I or, right? Or, or just they like their face. Like there's a whole other thing with ballet where like they're, they're just like, they're than beautiful. The other ones? Yeah. And it's like this weird blend of athlete and model. Right. Yeah. Cause it's so much about your appearance and uh, appearing like, elegant creating long lines feminine feminine like we can't even get into the gender things in ballet but like yeah oh well this is related but um my nephew arliver arliver (laughs) i i bring him to ballet he does he does ballet yes he does and um at Lincoln Center. At a school that I did not get into because of my body. Okay, and you told me that, and I need to hear the backstory on that. But just real quick, the one thing that I notice when I'm there, first of all, he's one of only two boys in yeah. his class. It's mostly girls, which is to be expected. And but, tell them what you told me. Oh, so for girls, it costs something like $3,500 a year. dollars a year. More money than you have. Mm-hmm. You have to sign your life away mm-hmm. to go to this ballet school. For boys, free. it's free mm. for four years. Mm. And the whole reason is because they want to encourage more boys to try it. Yeah. And if they, you know, yeah. it's lower commitment, whatever. But I do, I think that's so interesting. So many girls want to be ballerinas. Yeah. And when I go there, I often will um will get there a little early. I'll sit with him until the class starts because he's shy. I think there's this dynamic of like, oh, look at all these power women around <laughs> me. Power bottoms. Yeah, I was but- like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but actually on that note, somebody did say to me recently when I said he does ballet, they were like, oh, do you think he's gay? And I was like, um, I don't know and I don't care. What a weird, <laughs> weird question. So weird. Like I've never even also, thought about a seven-year-old. have never heard about Mikhail Baryshnikov? I haven't. Who's yes, Mikhail? Have. Who's Mikhail Burish? He's a very prominent ballet dancer. He also played um, the Russian in Sex and the City. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Iconic sex icon straight yeah, ballet and, dancer. And you know that the straight male ballet dancers are getting so much puss. And the gay one. Like every, I well, used to try to get pu- the I gay mean, boys. The to, gay ones aren't getting puss. Like, yeah. Hang out with me. And they would be like, can I try on your tights? And I'd be like, that's, that's cool. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So what I've noticed, this is so small and it might just me be me reading into it, but I don't think it is. Before class, all the girls mm-hmm. will do their stretches mm-hmm. and they're very competitive. They're very competitive. About how flexible they are. Emily, I have a diary entry where I was like, why isn't my mom a stage mom like the other moms? I want her to sit on my back during stretches before class. Did moms well, do that? Yes. What does that do? Like create resistance yeah. or just more weight for the splits? Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. You would say yeah. splits and frogs and people's parents would be pushing them or girls would be pushing each other. Yeah. We girls were starving push- ourselves. We were drinking coffee. So we'd stay short as early as nine. No. How did you get coffee? Like your Starbucks. And your parents were just cool with you drinking coffee? We were at like the studio for four hours a day because you would do like your level, your new point level or whatever, Mm -hmm. a level below you and then like show rehearsal or something. So you were there for like four hours. Full ass And we would walk around and get lunch, but instead we'd get coffee because it was like 
we would judge each other. Right. Like, oh, she got a cookie. Like, that's weird. Oh, she's hitting puberty. Oh, that's horrible. She's right. getting tits. That's I abysmal. Mean, it, that's like really horrifying to think about. Yeah. But seeing it play out between six and seven year olds is really strange it's to crazy. me. Like, you know, they'll even call out. They'll be like, wow, you're so flexible. And then one of the other girls will come in and be like, wait, who? Who mm-hmm. are you talking to? Mm-hmm. And and they'll be like, uh, that girl. And she'll be like, you don't think I'm flexible? they'll be putting their legs over their heads in a way that I think they might snap in half yeah but it's like a status symbol there's no points there's no goals but it's the most competitive sport ever wild it feels like cat food has been the same forever smelly boring made of mystery ingredients that's why you've got to try smalls smalls cat food is protein packed recipes made with preservative free ingredients you'd find in your fridge and it's delivered right to your door make the switch from kibble and give your cat a meal they'll love we actually sent some to my friend who is fostering kittens and it is the only thing they will eat it comes in these pate packages and you scoop it and you just feel like you're a chef for your baby kitties and they j'adore it Your cute kitty is descended from ferocious desert cats who hunted live prey. Even if your cat prefers to nap all day, they still need fresh protein-packed meals for a balanced and healthy diet. Other brands fill their food with mysterious meat byproducts, artificial flavoring, and preservatives with names I don't even want to try to pronounce. After switching it up to Smalls, 90% of cat owners reported overall health improvements. That's major. The team at Smalls is so confident your cat will love their product that you can try it risk-free. That means they'll completely refund you if your picky cat won't eat their food. Now is the time to make the switch to Smalls. Head to smalls.com DST and use promo code DST at checkout for 50% off your first order plus free shipping. That's the best offer you'll find, but you have to use my code DST for 50% off your first order. One last time, that's promo code DST for 50% off your first order plus free shipping, baby. So tell me about leaving ballet or, you know. Okay. I was applying to SAB. Um, I was getting coached like once a week because the hardcore girls were getting coached on the side. And I was like, mom, I want to like level up. Yeah. And this coach was like, they're not going to take you unless you lose weight and you have to start doing Pilates actually, because my back, my spine was too crooked. Uh, and that was another thing is girls would come in and moms would go, she's never going to go anywhere because she's bow legged. <laughs> like just things that like, you, this is like dance moms. Yeah. Did you ever watch dance yeah. moms? I mean, no, it was too traumatizing. Yeah. <laughs> so you were 14 when this happened? Uh, 13. I think wow. I quit by 14. Yeah. And that was the other thing is I developed, I started developing at like 11 Okay. So that was even like, oh my God, your career's over. Like any sign of becoming a woman or gaining weight um, was like, you got to go. Was it like you started developing and then suddenly you had like tagle bitties or was it like? No, but they were noticeable enough. Like even with mosquito bites, they did not want that. They didn't want, I remember the first girl growing armpit hair and we were all appalled. Really? Yeah. It was like, get this woman out of our class. Wow. (laughs) We are girls. I'm so happy I wasn't a ballet dancer. Mm-hmm. I feel like it would have destroyed me. It dest- Yeah, it destroyed. I-, I tried to think if it was the city or ballet or, you know, other external factors that made me so hyper 
aware of my body. I think ballet has a huge, huge thing to do with it. And I was telling you, or we were talking about this earlier, there's this new Disney short coming out um, called Reflect, which is about the first plus-sized ballerina heroine. Um, and her name is Bianca, and she has body dysmorphia, and it's her like suffering through just like hating her body and stuff. And I'm so happy about it and to see that. But I was saying to you, like, if, because you were like, people are pissed about it. When I was doing ballet, I would have been pissed too. You would have been pissed to see a a plus size person happy and enjoying their life. And this is a very horrible thing, but this is me going back and evaluating my former self. And I, there were so many people in the world of ballet that I looked at at the time and thought that body is not good enough. And like, if anybody watched center stage, um, there, oh, yeah. yeah, there was, um, I rewatched that pretty recently. I think mm-hmm. it never gets old. It's amazing. Horrible I mean, acting. I mean, that horrible movie, acting, that very movie problematic. really proved that you can either be a good dancer or a good actor. You can't be both. I get mm. Like, who do you know yeah. who's an incredibly talented dancer? Who's also an incredibly talented actor? I thought um, Julie Kent was good in it. Who's actually oh. a principal dancer. Yeah, she was good. You and know, she was like, Cooper, we're just acting. And I was like, yes, Julie, go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the acting, I never realized what a big part of ballet um, acting it's, actually yeah, is. part of it. It's like you're acting with your face and your whole body. And you learn like sign language too, to like say stuff. Right. There's like ballet sign language. Anyway. But in that movie, I remember watching Jody, the main, who is perfect, perfect, gorgeous person going, she's overweight, which is insane. And it it goes to show how I was feeling about myself at the time. I thought I was too much, you know, because I wasn't bones. So if we're talking about the movie, like you mm -hmm. would think somebody like Maureen Maureen. was the ideal. Yes. Which it's it's pretty factual that body type is the ideal body type but like in traditional you, ballet in traditional it's ballet now which is really good but i i'm saying that i would have hated the bianca's character because i i think i would feel resentful like i've felt less than this whole time how come somebody who's even more overweight than me can feel good. You know, like I right. I would feel like, how dare you yeah, feel like, confident? I can't believe you know? I wasn't allowed to feel good this whole time. And now you do, but it's instead, it should be inspiring. It should be like, wait, I totally <laughs> get, you know what? I so get what you mean because I remember, you know, having a lot of issues with eating and mm-hmm. be, just seeing people who had a good relationship with food. And I'm like, how can how, you, how can you just eat that burger in the middle of the day? You? But yeah. I'm not really <laughs> angry at them. I'm mostly just upset with me. myself. Yeah. Yeah. But that, that's how it manifests a lot of the time. Yeah. And but obviously wait. you wouldn't have known that was why, no. you know? No. Um, did you do have fitness in your life as a child? Um, short answer. No. Okay. <laughs> no, I okay. was never athletic. Um, I wasn't encouraged to do sports really. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I was I was very much like an introvert. I didn't like to be on teams. I didn't mm-hmm. like to be, you know, like the center of attention, which is which is weird because I love it now. But at the <laughs> time I didn't. And um there was, you know, before recording coming in to record this, I was thinking, was there ever a time, like what was the earliest time that I can remember doing a sport or some kind of exercise? 
and the motivation was just because I wanted to, yeah. just because I thought it yeah. would be fun. In the ninth grade, I did join the volleyball team. Fun. And the, from what I remember, my only reason was just like, oh, I mean, people have fun on teams. Maybe I would have fun yeah. on a team. And that was a really great experience. Mm -hmm. I actually built a lot of confidence that way. And that was the first experience I ever had being like, oh, yeah, I could play something just because I, I want to play it. Mm -hmm. I don't it's have to be than, the best oh, it's at gym it. gym class. Right. And we have to fucking like, I don't know how many sidelines I've sat out on in gym class just because I Same. was like, I'm not doing this. Same. I'm not getting sweaty in the middle of the day. Did you like dodgeball? No. Yeah. No, I'm did. terrified. I mean, the, the boys did. My plastic surgeon advises me not to play any sports where balls fly at my nose. There goes your social life. Like, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that, I mean, that was the only sport I ever played. And then everything else was just, you know, I loved climbing trees. I loved mm -hmm. being outside, but I loved to be by myself. Um, Same. I was, when I was little, my, my number one thing was to be naked running around at our house in Long Island. Inside or outside? Outside. Running Would you around. like greet the neighbors? Like No, no, no. I'd no. be picking berries. Very solitary. Why naked? Uh, wood, oh, also, wood how? nymph life? No, yeah, sure. I, I realized that was a dumb question. Three to six? <laughs> <laughs> That's like when you're really young, mm -hmm. nobody has any qualms with young children, boy or girl, being completely naked. Not. And it's weird. Like once you cross over maybe, I want to say like maybe eight years old. Stop Maybe being naked. earlier than that. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it's, it, why don't you have shame? Well, why don't you I got my shame earlier, I think, because my, my brother started calling me nudist because of my excursions. And I was like, I don't like that. And then my Did mom you know tried to rebrand it as fairy winkle. And I was like, I don't like that either. You guys are making me sound crazy. I'm just a naked girl hanging out, playing with berries. <laughs> fairy winkle. Yeah. That is adorable. Ugh. You don't like it? No. Yeah. You know. You have to you have to take the the nicknames with a grain of salt yeah, I sometimes. Know. I know, I know. Did you have any other nicknames? You know I did. I don't want to talk about this one today. We'll talk about we'll that talk another about it time. Another time. I'm sorry. All these things just but fascinate me. You played volleyball. I actually I ended up playing tennis in high school. That's so hot. <laughs> Thanks. I like tennis players turn me on. Yeah. And and me as well. Um that was my like competitive team sport or whatever but again good? I was playing alone I was okay I don't have really mental toughness like mm -hmm. I've got good strokes and I have all this athletic memory in my body you know so like I could take big gaps of time and like come back and stuff and I would take that for granted and stuff but I would never win things it would always just be like a good good fun time for all but you were happy with I that. was fine with that yeah see I was never competitive like I've never been I don't, I hate games. Like, yeah. I just, I don't fucking care. I'd rather just rally. You know, when you're like at a get, a get together and they bust out a game and they start explaining the rules to you and they're like, don't worry, you'll, you'll get it once we start playing. And you're like, no, I won't. Oh, that's and me. That's me <laughs> playing Quiplash. If you come to me and Ben. Okay. I love Quiplash. <laughs> no, Quiplash is fun. That's like very user-friendly. I'm talking about like ticket to ride. 
Oh, you ever played that shit? No, or like Settlers of Catan. Yeah. My friend Clayton's no. always like, today we're playing Settlers. I'm like, we're not. The one game I'm obsessed with, and I bring it, I probably have it in my purse, Yahtzee. I love Yahtzee. You can play it anywhere you are, mm-hmm. and the rules are so easy. I mean, that that I guess is the one exception, but other than and that, they I'm like, don't require fitness. No fitness. <laughs> I mean, you have to have a good um, a little shake. I'm, d- I'm doing a jerk off oh, motion. You gotta <laughs> practice your little forearm muscle. So this is what I'm wondering. But, ooh, in tennis, we would get a forearm muscle, and like to flirt with people, we'd be like, "Look at my jack off muscle." <laughs> doing were you jerking people off at this no. point yeah but you would have been like other people were yeah of course i'm but i wasn't people off yeah at, at like summer camp but mine i was just like yeah, i've got a really good serve <laughs> <laughs> how are your forearms now they look pretty robust not uh, i mean that in weight. a positive way yeah no they're not they're not strong no. anymore i'm not strong anymore i've really atrophied this episode is brought to you by newly Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always find the super high-end stuff? I have a solution for you, Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for this season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There are no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. They also have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. And you always have the option to buy what you love. I love Newly. I've rented so many cute things from there, and I've even made a few purchases from there. And They're always spot on. They have so many brands that I honestly could never afford in real life. So it's great to be able to rent them. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now, you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code DST20. Just go to Newly, that's N U U L Y dot com, and enter the code DST20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y dot com, newly with two U's, with code DST20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. So tell me what you do now. I, I We've talked a little bit about it. You said to me that you're on a fitness journey of right. sorts. Okay, so there was the ballet times. There were the tennis times. Then in college, I fell off for a, a few years or whatever. But then I had a fall into unhealthy workout eating habits where I wasn't eating enough and I was working out too much and I would spin and I would pilot and I would do these things at five in the morning and I spent all my days thinking about food and if I had done enough calories and then exercise again took on this like really not good role in my life so then I was like I'm going to give that up again I'm going to get back to me and then I just was doing nothing for a really long time because I was worried about getting onto that hamster wheel again. So now my goal is working out once a week. And uh, I was able to start it because my grandmother, who I was living with, um, may she rest in peace, um, she passed away. And before that, my dad had hired like a trainer to work her out in her bed, as is tradition. Uh Uh-huh. And- um, It's a Casimir tradition. Yeah, she's the original bed person. (laughs) And- she died and had 10 
sessions left with this trainer and my entire family, they've always been, oh, don't become nanny. Don't become nanny. And like, all you'll be is laying in your bed all the time. Don't become unhealthy like nanny. Is that the implication? Yeah, because I think so. Because she couldn't like walk at the end. Okay. Sometimes I think, oh, don't look like nanny or whatever, because I'm, I'm always connecting it to weight. But sometimes I'm like, maybe it's because she had like a bad standard of living by the end because she wasn't walking and she couldn't walk and right. she needed so much assistance and it was all preventable. Um, so I think that's and they, what they're saying. So your family members who say this to you that yeah. they think that she was that way because of living a sedentary lifestyle. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. And and I understand why they would think that. Totally. Um, okay. So, so you she inherited had, these. I inherited <laughs> these 10 uh, private training sessions. Never knew you could leave that in, in the will. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> no, great. The guy's just really nice. And he was like, I know that this happened. And I knew him when he was working her out because I was living there. So he was like, you can take the sessions. And it was horrible the first few times working out because I was not accustomed to it. Um, my, I wasn't ready to choose what to eat before. Like I didn't know what would be good oh, going yeah. into a workout session. So like the first three weeks I was puking every workout, which you, shocking. you don't want to do. What did he, before you started any of this, did mm -hmm. he say like, what, what are is your, your goals? What are your goals? But also like, what is your fitness level? What, what can, did he like try to evaluate what you could handle? Like, do you think those first few sessions were a little too intense I a hundred percent they think think they were a little too intense <laughs> I've never thrown up from a workout right and um I told him like because I go in wanting to advocate for myself fully and knowing my level is not good and I did say I haven't worked out in years like please go easy on me and I think his methodology is not that um okay which might not work. You know, I don't know if I would spend it if these were not free sessions. Um, but when I was like getting sick, he was like, this isn't something that should be happening, which I was like, that's good. Right. Because at least, oh, this was another part of fitness. I, I skipped over. I had an ex once who tried to get me to start working out more and he would say the nanny thing, but really he was very fat phobic and would call me really uncool names and um, was very like weird about my body. Um, I am sorry that happened. That is it's not okay. okay. It's okay. It's, I mean, it's not like, okay. It's not okay. That's not your nanny. I know. That's my nanny. I know. Don't tell me not to be like I know. nanny. Um, but he also, we'd work out together and I would throw up because it was too hard and he'd go, that's good. That means you're working out hard enough or whatever. And just just for anybody's edification, I'm sure we can get a dietitian or a, a coach or something to come on and verify this. That's not supposed to be the goal. No. Yeah. Um, vomiting isn't good for you. Yeah. <laughs> under any circumstance. It's not tasty. It's definitely not. It's definitely not. Um, You're not like, ooh, I'm going to lift up these barbells more with this like sour taste in my mouth. Right. Do you think maybe you were eating too much before? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think I was eating. So this is what I did is I was 
trying it out because I know everybody's body responds differently. Everybody needs to eat at different times. And I did a bunch of polls on my Instagram to be like, what do you guys eat? When do you eat? Do you eat before? A lot of people who work out in the morning don't eat at all. They'll have water or coffee or something and they work out before they're even hungry and then they eat. Other people will eat early and then wait like three hours and work That's out. Me. That's what I do. Yeah. Um, there were really great tips that some people were like, have Pringles in the morning, like original Pringles. Oh. Um, and that one really worked out for me. There was one morning that I had just like a chicken tender that was like not seasoned or anything. That was really good. A chicken tender. just Or like two chicken patties. Okay. Yeah. Well, with the Pringles, the only thing I'd be concerned about is that once I pop, the, the fun, fun don't stop. stop. I know. I and know. then like my workout would be, you know. Too fun. Too fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tried a kale, kale salad one day before. Okay. Vomit central. Really? Don't do that. Was it green? Yeah. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did it have currants in it? Okay. Ugh. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> so how is it going like the past few sessions? How many sessions have you done total? I'm just curious. I have four left but four left. they all they also got interrupted because I did like three or four and then I got COVID and then once that happened I was like well now I give up right you know how that happens you're like you get into a groove and then the second the groove is like even minorly interrupted you're just like well it's over yeah it can be really hard I, I've only maybe in the past year gotten really far away from that mentality mm -hmm. but it was really hard for me for a long time like I would take yeah, a week off and, and going back would be like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm this anymore. I'm not doing this, yeah. Or, you know, if I only went one time that week, mm -hmm. then I'd be like, well, why would I go two times? Like two times is not even that much more than one time. Right. Like I start doing all this weird um, demented math in my You're head. like, it's already binary. Like I went. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I went. <laughs> I'm a person who exercises. <laughs> I went or um, I didn't go. What do you think you're taking away from this trainer? Anything valuable? Anything you're going to carry with you moving forward? Um, just that I need to voice like where I am more. Um, but also, here's here's what I worry about. Nanny was very good at getting out of doing things. She was very charming. Mm. Um, I too have been known to slither out of stuff before. So I'm like trying to toe the line of being like, hey, be easy on me. And like, but also don't challenge make me, me do anything. Yeah, yeah right. I right. don't want to go in and have nothing done. Right. Push me, but not too hard. Yeah. Yeah. Sit on my back, but also put some weight into your own legs. <laughs> uh -huh. Balance it out a little bit. Teeter taught mm -hmm. it. Um, okay. All right. But yeah, we had a lot of conversations where like I even I was crying one day because I felt like he was being too mean to me and too hard on me. And like he was like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Like, did I offend you? And I was like, yes. And like, here's why. And like, I love that you said yes. Yeah. My personality is so like I'm too meek. I, I would. Well, okay. I've to never... be fair, I didn't say it in the moment. I was like, I'm fine. I'm fine. Mm. And then I texted him later to be like, OK, so here's what's not fine because I. Oh, needed oh to wow. collect myself. <laughs> I hope he was sweating when he got that text. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he respond? Was no, he, like, he, he was nice about it. And, yeah. and there was a conversation too where I was telling him how uh, 
uh, the, with the nanny thing, like I was like, I don't want people to do it because of weight. Like it makes me feel like unworthy and stuff. And he kind of said, oh my God, like my daughter doesn't like it when I tell her to eat healthier or like work out. Like, and I was like, yeah, there's like ding, a reason ding, ding. for that. Like, and he was like, and he like almost looked like he was going to start crying. Like it was like, he had never noticed. Yeah. You know what? That's really heartwarming. Because but I think sometimes upsetting. <laughs> upsetting, but but some people, all it takes is just a conversation. One hundred percent. Just like this is how this makes me feel. Yeah. Oh, I never thought of it like mm-hmm. that before. Mm-hmm. You know. And personal trainers, I find that most of them. I actually, I I like a lot of personal trainers that I've met. I love their personalities just because mm-hmm. like nothing can get them down. Mm-hmm. And I just find that so inspiring because I'm the opposite. Everything gets me down. Yeah. Same. But um. That's what was really good about like a starting this was I had to go back into the gym because I said, this is going to be part of my journey for this podcast. So I can't just give up on my fitness. And I went again last week and I'm going again tomorrow and hopefully I'll be reasonably sore, but not debilitatingly sore. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do you like the one-on-one dynamic with a trainer or do you like Not classes really. where you can blend in or classes, do you like, yeah. Or I'd, I'd prefer to be at home on zoom where I can see them. They can't see me. Sure. That yeah. would be my number one. Yeah. I think a lot of people got into that over the they pandemic. Did. You know? Yeah. Um, I try to do that stuff and I can't motivate. I can't motivate myself. I That's need to go thing, to a location you, B like with this. It's like, I can't cancel. With an online yeah. thing, you can cancel at any time. Yeah, you could cancel it during. Yeah, you can literally close it <laughs> and go to sleep. <laughs> Just close your computer. Mute it, fart, go to sleep. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> I used to try to do classes. I would always get so intimidated. Mm. Um, and actually, for a couple years, I was taking bar classes, which mm. is pretty similar to Pilates, actually. At Core Fusion? Uh, or Exhale? Physique 57. Okay. It's it's like a small chain. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like I think they're only in like New York and LA. Is Core Fusion not Tiny Movements as well? So they're actually a mixture of so, small movements and big movements. Yeah. Um, what I like ugly ballet. It's, it's ugly. It's turned in ugly ballet. Yeah. It's like inside out ballet. Yeah. Yeah. You're like doing ballet esque things, but in a way that's really gross looking yeah (laughs) (laughs) and uncomfortable and the main thing that it builds at least in in my experience is it makes your legs really really strong Mm. because you hold on to the bar there's an actual bar in the room and it's carpeted so these are it's a low impact workout Mm -hmm. um but you're holding on to the bar and then you're doing like these squat things and they'll have you go into a 90 degree angle and then lower Two inches, mm-hmm. lower back, or raise it back up. While lower. on releve, right? Yes. Yeah. What, and which, for the non-ballerinas out there, you're on your toes. On your... That's releve, the balls, right? the balls of your feet. On the balls of your yeah. feet. 
on but your with your balls. legs bent, mm-hmm. which they used to make us do in fucking tennis too, because they would send us on runs around the mm, courts, Court? like, but all the courts. And then if you were the slowest, they'd make you do a wall sit. Ow. So you were like already crying. Oh my God. Yeah. That's why I never, I've never played tennis because I know like the running would get me mm-hmm. the running back and forth. Do you want to hear the most fucked up thing they had us do? What? I was in this tennis like intensive during the summers and we would play from 1 p.m. to 7 every day. Damn. On Wednesdays at three o'clock, we would run to yoga, do yoga and then run back. What was the point of yoga? I guess to stretch and then get tight again. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I, I don't know. I don't know, man. It sounds like you were a torture baby. Yeah, it was torture. Um, but yeah, so these bar classes, like your legs would literally be on fire because you're doing these small movements, mm-hmm. but then you would also go all the way down to the floor, back up. You know, it worked pretty much every muscle group, but the way that they represent it, I just don't think it's worth the money. Mm-hmm. I actually can't believe I used to spend that much money on it. But the reason why I did it was because I took maybe a, a two or three year break from exercise. So I wasn't exercising at all. And this is when I was in eating disorder recovery mm-hmm. because I linked exercise with food. Exactly. And I, you know, I had that mentality How of like, how old were you at this time? Uh, 26. Okay. And that was your first time in recovery? Well, Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Because it went on for, you know, I didn't get, I didn't start heavy restriction and like the binging and the purging until after age 21. Okay. So every, like every issue that I had when I was younger was more binge eating, Mm -hmm. turning to food for comfort, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. It was, it was not restriction. Mm -hmm. Then when I got older, after I lost weight, then it became restriction how did you lose the weight initially? Was it just like growing? My fitness pal, baby, was which you, nobody okay. should so download. It was intentional. It was intentional. Okay. Yeah, I, I basically just cut all my meals in half and uh-huh. worked out every day, and it, it was definitely not healthy and not sustainable. Yeah, but I, that's the thing. My goal was to lose a lot of weight really fast, and right. I thought I was doing it healthfully. Um, actually, the you reason probably didn't care if you were doing it healthfully, right? Like, I, I didn't really, give a fuck well, when I was younger. You have a point that, like, I didn't really care at that time if I was health. Like, when you're young, you don't care about how long you're going to live. You're like, I am healthy. I'm a child. Exactly. You just think you can bounce back from yeah. everything, and, and you it, can't. Like a lot of the things, you can. That's that's why I think I have such an inconsistent relationship with working out because I'm like, I can always come back. Totally. But, but, that's I, but actually, I worry now in my 30s that I'm like, maybe I won't. Like, it is hard to cut a carrot. My elbows are really creaky. Like, what if I can't walk? And I, you know, like, like nanny eventually. Um, so, like, I used to be like, why would I even try to get strong? And now it's like, to like, still have, have use of your of body. Yeah. yeah, I mean, your quality of life will be much, be- much better. Like, it's it's pretty much guaranteed. You know? Yeah. Um, I was just going to ask about my fitness pal. Was there somebody that recommended it to you? Great question. Okay. I just thought about this. Okay. It's so, it's so funny. I've, I haven't thought about this. I swear Mm -hmm. to God in years. It was a girl that I barely even knew. And she wasn't even telling it to me because she knew I was on a diet. She did not know that I was trying to lose weight. Mm -hmm. She did not. She was just a friend of my roommate. And she was just like, hey, have you heard of this app, MyFitnessPal? This is what girls talk about. Yeah. This is why I get so frustrated. Yeah. 
<laughs> this is what we end up it talking sucks. about instead of like, you know, how we're going to be rich or anything else. Anything else. So, um, and I remember her exact verbiage was like, yeah, I downloaded it the other day. And like, it's really fascinating. Like, I don't care. Like, I really don't care. Mm-hmm. But I put all my food into this thing and I'm shocked how many calories I ate a day. I'm like, yeah, you definitely don't care. Mm. I just remember her being like, I don't even care. Yeah. <laughs> but I count everything I yeah. eat. Like, I, yeah. I, sure did you much. ever count before that? No. Um, okay. Because like, I had the OG My Fitness Pal, which is write it in your diary, do the math. Yeah, and I've heard of people doing that and like old school Weight Watchers, you would, yeah, yeah. obviously write it down. Yeah. These um, calorie counters that you can get on your phone really took that idea and ran with mm-hmm. it. Like it, it made it so much more, so much easier to do because you literally can look up any food mm-hmm. and just add it. Mm-hmm. You're not having to research how many calories are in it. It does it for you. Mm-hmm. And then it also tells you, you know, it calculates if you want to lose one pound a week, if you want to lose half a pound a week. I almost feel bad for talking about this right now because I don't want anyone to listen and be like crazy that you're having this. Like I'm realizing I was my fitness paling during the spinning era, unhealthy college era. It was the first time that I could because you could put your calories of what you were eating in and then subtract your exercise yeah. calories mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that that was another thing. That's what linked yeah, my, so fucked up. my feelings about exercise with my feelings yeah. about food. And it was like, if I worked out today, then I could have a dessert. Do you deserve it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I would have to earn it. I would mm-hmm. have to deserve it. And um, that was really, really toxic for me. I mean, I, I took a break from exercise and that's really what did it for me. It was hard after a couple years of not working out at all, mm-hmm. it was hard to decide, okay, well, now I kind of feel like it would make me feel good to mm-hmm. move my body, but I want to find something that I like. Mm-hmm. So what is something that I've never done before that I could see that I might like? Mm-hmm. So I tried out a bar class. I really liked it. And I did feel really strong after doing it. I started to do it a couple times a week. Mm-hmm. What I didn't like about it is that I would feel so insecure because every time I'd go in there, it was all these, you know, model-esque girls with their matching sets. That fucking matching sets. In pastel colors, mm-hmm. gradients, mm-hmm. Uh, camo. They got the whole th- And I'm wearing my fucking Pixies t-shirt yeah. and my Target uh, leggings that are stretched out. I you can't know? get dressed for this podcast. Do you think I can get dressed out <laughs> for a fucking workout class and have it match? I just think it's stupid. Like, I don't understand the concept of paying real money for clothes that you're going to ruin. Like, the point of them is to ruin them. I think it's like... I know some people <sighs> say, oh, it makes me feel better yeah. it, when I look cute. Not me. I never feel cute in a sports bra. Right. Maybe because I'm part of the IBTC and that shit gets real flat. The yeah, itty bitty titty cute. Nah. Do like, you, I, would you rather big fucking tits getting just exa- positively crammed, crammed into your neck and into your armpits? Well, now that you put it like that, probably not. It hurts. But I would like, you know, to just like bend over in the mirror and see, you know, that cleave. I hate that. (laughs) That is actually one of the things I hate about a class and looking in the mirror and being like, oh, my God, my tits are out. My tits are out. Uh, Get get me back home. You big titted women are always (laughs) complaining about your tits. I don't want that. I don't want you looking at my tits. And then I know some guys behind me looking in my asshole. Definitely. 
I don't need this. They're all, yeah, straight in the asshole. It's straight They're, they're looking up at the butt. straight in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I could see that being really frustrating. Eye of Sauron. <laughs> What's that? <laughs> the fucking thing in uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, do you know what it's I my just... butthole? <laughs> <laughs> Your butthole should have been that for Halloween. Uh. Um. I just watched all three of those. I had never seen them before. Mm -hmm. The Lord of the Rings fucking slaps, you guys. (laughs) I don't know if you know this. (laughs) It's not like they won an Oscar or anything. Those are some fucking good movies. Mm. I thought it would be like, I don't know what I thought. I thought it would be like really savage or really violent or like not as fun as Harry Potter. It's like Harry Potter. It's like Harry Potter. Orlando Bloom, Legolas, kicked off the like, Hot, soft boy with right. long, blonde, elven hair trend. Yes. Like, House of Dragon would never be here if not for Legolas. You're so right. He was the totally Witcher. a pioneer. That was his first, like, big role, right? Orlando yeah. Bloom. And do you want to hear something so fun? Okay, so we're already talking about my diary. I used to have a Legolas bookmark. Okay. Because, like, that was my porn initially. Like, we didn't. Oh. Like he was, I was just so fucking hot that I was, was like, I'm going to buy this bookmark. I'm going to think like, about it at night. Um, <laughs> were you scared to look at real porn or was it just like that is no, how it played out? He looked so beautiful. That it aroused you. Yes. Okay. He's a lot of people's po- bisexual awakening is Legolas. That's, that makes sense. Very pretty man. That makes sense. And anyways, my sister has a diary entry where she's like, Remy's out for a sleepover and I've stolen her Legolas bookmark. <laughs> Shut up. Night. Yeah. Shut up. That's like when you find your brother's Playboys. Legit. But it's just a book. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hentai, but it's Legolas. That's so good. <laughs> I had a um, Titanic poster in my room. I feel like sexy. Leonardo DiCaprio yes. was the sexual awakening of many. Yeah. But I remember once my brother had a TV in his room and I was up there watching Titanic like you do. As you do. And, um, and <laughs> I was lying on my stomach. Uh-huh. Watching, I can't believe I'm telling this story. I just realized. Is this about to get into how come territory? Okay, so I'm watching Titanic and I'm not, I'm not masturbating, but I'm feeling excited Mm. and it's kind of confusing. But But you're on your stomach. Do you have anything below you? No, I just remember that detail. Okay. Um, I just remember that detail because like, you know, I was close to the screen. Like I was on my stomach and I was kind of like glued to the screen. (laughs) Anyway, my dad comes in and it's right before the scene where she gets naked and Mm -hmm. then he starts to sketch her. Mm -hmm. He comes, sits down on the foot of the bed next to me. The worst. Leo is drawing Kate like one of his French girls. Mm -mm. And I'm thinking to myself, like, get the fuck out dad yeah. but I'm not saying anything because I don't want to be weird yeah. so then he says I think I was being really oddly quiet like I, th- I think I was acting like a lunatic uh-huh. to be honest he says to me at one point he's like does it make you feel uncomfortable like having me here and I was like no but on the inside I was like get the get fuck out dad. of here yeah. <laughs> I literally got mad at my dad for bringing me to a Knight's Tale because I got so turned on by oh, Heath, Ledger, Heath Ledger and I was like, get out of this theater. <laughs> <laughs> I can walk home. <laughs> oh, okay. God. I don't All even right. know how I got my on that. My fitness pal. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I mean, that's like, that's how I ended up in bar classes to yeah. backtrack a little bit. But then I did that for maybe like a year and a half or something. And it just got to be like, 
why am I doing this? It's expensive. And I feel like I I can start to build my own workout plan now. So at that point, I started going to the YMCA, Mm -hmm. the best place on earth. And um, my boyfriend actually taught me how to lift weights. And I've been doing it ever since. I It was so intimidating. I never would have gone in the weight room. Is that what you do primarily to work out now? I lift weights and um, I do some sprinting, but only as a an accessory to it. Do you want to hear something fucked up? What? So I have been doing lifting weights with this trainer. And I recently um, had to get a bunch of medical tests done because I need my septum fixed. And this doctor who was doing like my internal, whatever, I don't know. Exam? My exam. Yeah. He's like, how much do you work out? I was like, not a lot, but I'm trying to get back into it. And he's like, are you lifting weights? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you should do something like Pilates instead, like toning or yoga or whatever, something lengthening. Instead? Instead. Get the fuck get out the of here. Get the fuck out of here. I'm not, I'm not cool with this. Like the reason why I'm so fired up is because I've been seeing on TikTok. He would never say that to a guy. no. Of course, you would not. never be like, well, oh, you're lifting weights. You need to do Pilates. Remy, I'm so happy you said that because it that actually just jogged my memory of something that I wanted to say. And I think, you know, some might some people might think like that's a stupid argument, but I think there's something to it. Guys, for the most part, mm. don't follow like what is a trendy workout. Mm, mm-hmm. Men for the past, I want to say, hundred years. Don't quote me on that. They've been going to the gym and lifting weights. Mm. And, you know, maybe some cardio as well. But mm-hmm. what? so why is a doctor telling you not to lift weights and to do, quote, lengthening exercises? Because he's me, a sexist. It's chauvinistic. Yeah. And I, I think this is because men have always, like, diet culture is part of being female. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. We're trying to unlearn it. For cis, straight men... They don't need to be part of any type of culture. They've always been like, just do what works for you. Do mm-hmm. what you enjoy. If you're a guy that likes to play soccer on the weekends, go play soccer. If you want to play pickup basketball, do that. If you're a runner, run. If you like weightlifting, weightlift. Like, I don't think anybody's ever been like, ugh, that guy works out in the wrong way. Like, he needs to go to yoga. Right. Because that would be the most losery thing you could say. Yeah. You know? And I think part of him saying that to me was like, well, you don't want a muscular girl or whatever. And I'm like, who you because I'm not trying to fuck you and yeah. also there's a lot of muscular girls on TikTok now that like I used to be afraid of like bulking up because I'd be like oh I'm gonna be like gross or whatever like mm-hmm. it's hot it's so hot I I think I, not that I think this should matter but I actually think there are way more men that are that are attracted to athletic women than we realize um my the, thing the thin would ideal be like, is- oh I'd still be attracted to myself Right, you know, right. Like, well, but another part of that, Remy, is yeah. that it would take so much fucking work for you to actually be bulky. I don't think so. Okay, so here's my thing. And I want to get <laughs> no, I want to get a, a fitness professional on to talk about the different body types. But there's endomorphs, ectomorphs and mesomorphs, right? Yeah, I think that's been like disproven. disproven. But but go on. I want to okay. hear your thoughts. The mesos are the people that are supposed to be able to build muscle very quickly. I believe I'm one of those. I think that's why it's easy for me to snap back because I've got good muscle memory Mm -hmm. and this alleged body type that might not be a thing, actually, which would completely blow my mind. No, but I will say, but it is true that certain bodies uh, put on muscle more easily. That's absolutely true. Yeah. So like in that sense, that model 
it's just oversimplifying it mm-hmm. is what it is. That's how it's been mm-hmm. disproven. Um, but what you're saying is you can put on muscle easily, which is I great. So. Yeah. That's a good thing. But I've always been like afraid of it. I was, oh, if I'm going to, I'm going to get jacked. I'm going to oh. get so jacked and it's going to be so bad. And it's I would like, love to see you with some buys and some tries. Imagine. It would be incredible. Be crazy. Breathtaking. The Hulk. But Gorgeous. short. Yeah. <laughs> Let's paint her green. Yeah. I wanted to touch on this because I shared this study with you. I mm-hmm. think that it's definitely common knowledge that uh, exercise can improve your mental health. Mm-hmm. I think like everybody knows that. Endorphins everybody make you happy. That. Happy people don't kill their husbands. Yeah. They yep. just don't. Yep. They just don't. Um, but I was reading a summary of uh, certain trials that were done to see if exercise could actually replace or supplement antidepressants. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're talking about for chronic depression. Mm-hmm. Um, also, I don't know if this is oversharing, but I know you've had you've dealt with depression. I'm so depressed, you guys. <laughs> SSRI club. Yeah, I take SSRIs too. And that was another reason why I found this interesting. I take it to manage my anxiety, but then I do also get depressed because of the anxiety. I mean, yeah, yeah, you, know, yeah. you know that whole yeah. roller coaster. Um, but basically, different trials were done. And um, in some of the groups... They had certain people take antidepressants and then certain people not take antidepressants, Mm -hmm. but they were put on a regular exercise plan. Mm -hmm. So they were comparing the two to see if their depression symptoms would improve. Then a separate round of trials were done in which um, they did a combination of the two. So one group took only antidepressants or only took antidepressants. Mm -hmm. The other group took antidepressants as well as... um, Working out. Working out regularly. Mm -hmm. In both rounds of trials, they determined that exercise is a really helpful thing um, in terms of improving symptoms of depression, at least supplementally, but Mm. possibly even to replace them. Wild. It's insane. And And annoying because one of my family members, every time I'm depressed, will always be like, go work out. Like, it'll make you feel so much better. And I'm like, no, it, like, I always took it as you'll feel better if you look better. Oh. You know? See, I hate suggestions like that because that's like, when I say I'm depressed, people tell me like, go sit in the sun. Go yeah. get vitamin D. Yeah, I, like I go. That. I go outside. Yeah. No, but I go outside. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the issue. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I find this interesting. And I also was connecting it to my experience because I've only been taking SSRIs for a couple years. I want to say probably about two or three what, years. What do you want? I am on a generic form of Zoloft. Okay, I am on a generic form of... Oh, yes. I'm on the generic Lexapro. Nice. Esquitalopram. Lexipro. Yeah, sexy pro. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... This was around the same time that I started getting into working out. Mm -hmm. And I do think that the combination of the two, my my dose of the SSRI is fairly low Mm -hmm. and I've kept it pretty low. Mm -hmm. But I do think the combination of the two really does. giving it like a little boost. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's like. um, Like an enzyme. Yeah. And I haven't had to increase and I've been getting really good results from that. So I found it really interesting that there's actually science to back that up. I think that's really good because it's just reframing it. I'm not going to 
go get skinnier so that I'll be happier. I'm going to get happier. Right. Cut out the the what the body looks like. Well, I'm actually, literally working out to make myself feel better. Yeah, and I'm all about that. Like I, I think there are so many benefits to exercise that have absolutely nothing to do with the way you look. Mm-hmm. But I will also say I do think there's some validity to you can transform your body through fitness. Sure. You can, you know, get bigger muscles, get, uh, you know, a certain shape. I, I know that, like, I used to be much more um, straight-bodied than I am now. Mm. Um, I was able to build up my legs and my hips so that, like, it makes me look a little bit curvier. Mm-hmm. And I, I like the way I look. And that's not to say that I wouldn't like the way I looked if it didn't do that. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I don't think there's any problem with using exercise to change your body as long as it's in a positive way. And as long as you don't expect it immediately. Because that oh, yeah. could be another obsessive thing that you're just like. Well, that's another thing. Lifting Pe- your shirt every morning to look and see. and That is body checking, my friend. Yeah. And that is not a good habit. I had a really I bad habit. I all the time. I, had a, I used to have the word. I, the first thing I would do when I woke up would be grab my stomach. I always do. But it's like, what am I even checking for? I don't even know. To see if it's still flat? Like, what? To see if it's there. Yeah, maybe it's gone. Um, I've started telling this to people because I think it's really, really true. And I notice it with mostly my female friends, Mm -hmm. um, but also everybody. People underestimate how much progress you can make in a month and they underestimate how much progress you can make in a year. Did I say that right? People People overestimate. People overestimate how much progress they can make in a month, and mm-hmm. they underestimate how much progress they can make ah, in a year. Oh, ooh, mm-hmm. great point. And that's important to always remember because a lot of people start off doing yes. something, and they're yes. like, "I'm going to go every day, and yes. I'm going to be ripped by the end of January." And that's just not the way it's going to work. Do you know what might be a good way to do it if they could, if they can do this? If you really want to see results physically and do it in a not body checky way. I like some of the videos on TikTok that's like they take one picture a month or something or a video a month. And then it's like you don't even don't even look at the other ones. You save it in your drafts. You're not looking, you know, like and then you can see it a year later. Like, don't look until the end of the year. You know, I actually like that a lot better than weighing yourself once a week. Yeah. That was a very difficult thing when I started going to the gym regularly, the scale. The scale. Seeing the scale. The scale's right next to the lockers. Mm -hmm. Man, I mean, it's like. When I see it, I hear ominous music. In That's my what head. I'm saying. Where I like to do it at home because you're not coming up against the scale. You're not coming up against the other. I don't like to be naked in a locker room with other people. Like I don't. Mm. I just don't. I'm not good with my body yet. I'm like I don't even like being in the class bent over with my tits hanging out, and my stomach popping out, my butt crack. You know, like mm-hmm. I don't like the whole class thing of like if there's a class that goes every week. They know when you didn't come. They know, you know, like, I don't like that accountability of like. Yeah. Let me take you to the gym. Let me, let me put you on the machines. We could do like. We uh, could go to the gym. Yeah, we could go to the. Let me see if I can get up. you wouldn't judge me or look at my butthole. I would never judge you. I would just be proud of you for being there. Yeah. Because it's a really hard place for women to be. And I just, I want more women to be comfortable with it because. No one's paying attention to you. I mean, there might be some guy. <laughs> Sean's shaking his head. There might be some guys who are checking you out. There but like, are, yeah. Okay, but like, I check people out at the gym. And when I check people out at the gym, I'm not 
you know, ogling them. It's just like, oh, hey, that's a nice ass. Mm-hmm. Goodbye. You know what I mean? And it's fine. It's you got to you got to rid those thoughts out of your mind because like that happens to you just walking down the street. For Certainly. sure. So and like, they should work on being predatory. And, but yeah. you can't help thinking just having a passing thought. Someone looks hot. Home. Well, you can stay home if you want to stay home, Remy. But if you come to the gym, I can get you on some really good machines. Mm -hmm. You can lift more weight. You are going to be able to lift so much more than you think you can. Can we go to a gym in like Nanny's old building? Oh, yeah. We could go to whatever gym you want. Okay, great. Well, so then that's like a, yeah, it's not like a, I don't want to go to like a. You don't want to go to my Y. Yeah. Oh, Equinox. Equinox is toxic. Yeah. Equitox. Equitox. That's where my boyfriend would watch me vomit and say, good job. Oh, really? Yeah. He took you to Equinox? Yeah. I I see. I knew I didn't like him. Horrible person. (laughs) Horrible. All right. I think we need to wrap up. (laughs) Well, I'm glad. I just wanted to get that in that he's horrible. (laughs) (laughs) If you're listening. You're horrible. But you already knew that. Yeah. Uh, That's it for today's episode. Be sure to send all of your thoughts about fitness and any questions you have to DST at Betches.com and get them answered. Follow us at Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram. If you like this episode, please write us a review. And don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Also, don't forget to check out our DST merch on shop.betches.com. Rate, review, and subscribe to the show. And of course, follow me at Lubination. And me at Remy Casimir. And we're always with you. Through thick and thin. Diet Starts Tomorrow is produced by Sean Kilby, Jorge Morales-Pico, and Aliza Zinn. Editing by Sean Kilby. Social media by Aliza Zinn. Guest booking by Ali Friedlander. Be sure to follow Diet Starts Tomorrow on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And send us your emails to dst at betches.com or your voicemails to 212-287-5650. Betches.